The Sport Industry Access Podcast, Episode 64. How can data enhance a sports match day experience? Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to interview a special guest who is a sports expert in a specific field in the sports industry, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in digital sport. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now... Getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Trevor Keane. Trevor is the co-founder and director of business development at Sport2Go, where he specialises in supporting professional sports clubs and organisations with regards to data in finding new ways to interact with their fans. I can happily say that I'm very interested about Trevor's line of work and it's great to have him as a special guest on the show. That's when today's episode, Trevor will share his sports career journey and explain how data can enhance a sports match day experience. Trevor, it's great to have you on the show. Please, can you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start? Yeah, no, brilliant. I mean, firstly, Ed, thanks for having me. And uh, it's great to see uh, great to see what you're doing and the dedication to it. Um, I suppose for me, I'm a little bit older than you. Um probably a good bit older than you. So I had 14 years working in finance before all this. So I worked in client relationship management and, and the funds, um, fund management uh, business. So um, it gave me a lot of the skill sets that, that, that it turns out that, it, that I need in business, but it wasn't my start in it. I suppose it was kind of more a desire to do something I was really passionate about. You know, they say, you know, find something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And I always thought it was a bit of a, you know, a BS kind of phrase, but it's it's true. It really is true. And I suppose around 2009, which is what, bloody hell, eight years ago, um, there was a, a death in the family, my father, and uh, I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to handle it. Um, my mother was a nurse. My sister was a scientist. So they kind of were able to care for him, and I, and I was just useless. You know, he I used to hang with him, talk with him, but, but never could do anything that was of value. So... I decided to write a book. I, I love football. I, I'd always, always knew stats about football. Follow football I was a big Ireland fan, so I wrote a book about Irish football, and I gave the money to the Kidney Association of Ireland. And what that's what that started, you know, was was a journey, you know, that that I never envisaged, you know. So kind of when two thousand and nine, I mean, Facebook and Twitter were, were only in their infancy, so I didn't really know how to promote a book. I didn't really know how to learn a book, so I found that. It was easier nearly to write the book and it was harder to sell it. So I kind of prepared, started to prepare myself for what was coming. I, I invested in a in a, a news website in Ireland and we, we had great success in a 12-month period on that. I went and studied um, digital marketing communications and, and I took a job as an intern 
Now, bear in mind, I, I just had, a, I was just married, I'd lost a father, and I had a baby as well. And, um, you know, we're in the middle of probably the worst financial crisis we've we've, we've seen in, in a while. So it was, you know, to, to quit it, to quit a very well paid job and literally go down to nothing. It, it was a huge risk. Um, but but it worked, you know, I learned a hell of a lot, got got myself into a place I wanted. I wrote another book. Um, again, I gave the, the, the proceeds from that to, 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 the, to, the, to the topic. And then I kind of just started on a journey and I realized that, that I wanted to just have my own business in this industry. And uh, so I looked around, learned, made connections and learned what the challenges were with football clubs and literally by going out on my feet, talking to clubs. That is an absolute inspiring story, Trevor. I was actually going to ask, when was that defining moment? And you said it just then. And I can just say it's really inspiring. And my one question I'd like to ask now, what have you learned reflecting back eight years ago the biggest lesson i learned was impatience i mean coming from financial services you work in something where the minute you finish the task you're on to your next one the minute you do something you're on to your next thing everything's why 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 when 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 and and i found with that i kind of bought that mentality into it and it's great in that you've ability to work hard and you're ready to to get to get stuck in but i think if you're going to be your own business or if you're going to work in sport it's just taking that moment and just really assessing what needs to be done rather than rushing in. And, you know, I've made some great decisions and some bad decisions. And I think the bad decisions could have been less worse if I had taken those that bit of time. I think you've just highlighted a key point. Patience is a really key factor with any career journey, but especially in the sports industry. Just from a sports industry perspective, have you seen this industry developed during your career? Yeah, I mean, it's developed an awful lot. I mean, you know, if you go back even, you know, as a, as a kid, I mean, you know, I watched my sport on TV, you know. Now it's 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 OTT, it's on, you know, mobile devices, it's on streaming devices, it's, you know, it's I interact on Twitter, second screen, you know, we digest our, our content through Facebook. I mean, and, and that's, sport has been probably the core of all that, you know. I wouldn't say necessarily the sports industry is driven it. I'd say more publishers have driven it, but it's it's at the forefront of it. And, and I think that's probably been the biggest the biggest one. And, and it's it's odd that we haven't even reached a peak and where this will go. Absolutely. Just relating to the listeners who are listening in who want to understand how they can get their foot in the door into this industry. What core skills have helped you during the last eight years? Yeah, I I think it's very interesting when, when people talk about you know the you know getting into the sports industry. I mean, I I think and probably you would probably fall under the same category. We we've kind of created the opportunities for ourselves, and I think there's an element of that if people want to uh, want to get into it. I mean, there's only so many jobs at clubs. There's only so many jobs you know at, at sporting bodies. So it really is a case of you know do your research find out where if is there a problem you know and, and can you can you solve it i think if somebody wants to I, I love the story of the you know mikey milatovic you know he's the dunfermline general manager and he, that's kind of again it goes back to his patients he, he got involved with the with, with with the club on a volunteer basis and it's led to him being appointed digital manager and he looks after the fan engagement for the club so you know if somebody really wants to get into the industry, there is, and football and rugby or all that, there is opportunities if they're willing to volunteer. Now, the only thing about volunteering with a club is, you know, it's a time versus money. So, 
you know, it, it is it is worth thinking about if that's really important. But I think the core skill is just to do your research and to find out where the opportunities are, what value you can bring. And, you know, if if it's not there, can you are you the man to create it or person to create it? Again, I think you've highlighted a really important point. It's how the individual can add value to the company or to the sports club. I think that's a really key point. Just relating to what you're doing now, I'd like to talk about today's main topic. How can data enhance a sports match day experience? Yeah, data is very important. I mean, you know, we're we're kind of we're we're at a we're at a time now where you know people have access to probably more information than ever. Um, and that's great, but you have to know what to do with that information. You have to know the value it adds to you, and it has to form part of what you're doing. So a football club is always a great example. I mean, a football club, if you sign up to any sort of product, you get a newsletter. That's a generic newsletter that's sent to everybody. You know, that that in itself at that low level is something where data can be very powerful because you have data. On, on your fans, whether they've signed up to buy tickets, whether they have, you know, signed into your website through Facebook, whether they've signed in, signed up to newsletters. And people aren't segmenting that that data and understanding the power of it. So, for example, we get to January and it's my birthday. There's probably 20,000 other fans that have their birthday in that month. So taking that time out to do a personalized experience, you know, to send a message, oh, it's your birthday, you know. Here's a fiver off a of coffee, or here's a fiver off a of journey. One, it makes it has an emotional attachment for me. I go, oh my god, this, the club has taken the time out to think of me. Two, they've incentivized me, and that is that is not happening happening enough. So, so that's a simple example of, of where data can be. And then you come, you, you go to a kind of a, a tiered level. Then you go right. Next up, season tickets. Okay, season ticket or season tickets, but they're not. People people buy journey buy their tickets at different different uh, stops in the journey to to the start of the season. Some people are have to get their season ticket the first day it comes out. Other people, you know, they like to leave at the last minute, and some people, there's others in in between. So again, it's taking your, your 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 data and understanding historically what has happened to drive your your future thinking. And again, you know, organisations aren't doing that. Um, again. You know, and this would be the, the last kind of, you know, simple example we use. But a lot of clubs across sports, you know, they they talk about how big their social audience is. That's fantastic. They don't own it, though. So they need to have strategic plans in place to see, well, look, how can we bring this like and this retweet, this this follow into our in, into into our organization and learn a bit more about the, about this fan. And that, that that's really you know, what we're trying to work with clubs to do. I find this really fascinating. Would you mind explaining to the um, to the listeners what Sportico is all about? Yeah, sure. Uh, really, we see ourselves as a kind of a fan data company. We work in, in um, kind of three parallels. The first one is kind of what we've done is helping a club understand their databases, cleansing it, doing audits, helping them, having it in a clean, orderly fashion that, that they can use and then deriving insights from that. The second pillar is looking at their social. So at a very high level, how do they compare to their peers and rivals? So if they're creating content, what are the engagement levels per fan? You know, what's the what's the reach of that? Who are potential, you know, sponsors or corporates within their follower network? And then just taking it right down to 
you know, to to a bit more to see what sentiment is like, you know, amongst the fan base on social, um, social listening, and whatnot. And then the third one is, is basically it's about putting a plan in play to one to grow your database and two, bring your fan from from social into into your network. So we have uh, we've got FanLink, which is uh, which is a pro- which is our product. It's an app, official club apps, but it's all about engagement. So it has augmented reality polls and quizzes. You know, there's there's capabilities for live streaming, and it's it's about everything that's not on a mobile responsive website, and and that that for us is key on the app side of the business. We're we're not here to to replicate what's already been done. We're here to offer a kind of a real experience for fans, both in and outside the stadium, and and the three does kind of really marry together then to uh, you know to create this 360 view of a fan, and then yeah, that's us in a, in a nutshell. That sounds really interesting, especially the app which you've just mentioned. Out of interest, what have you been up to recently? Um, well, we've been working with the, the British and Irish Lions through, through their tour, tracking their their social. That's been that's been very exciting and very nice, and uh, it's been great to, to work with them and see how they how they've grown and, and the engagement they've had. Um, we've um, we, we've we've been working with, with a lot of clubs. We've just closed a round of investment, which has been uh, which has been great. Um, we have Gymnastics Ireland. We started working with, which has been lovely because they're taking a real, um, a real nice angle at looking at their the feeder organisations in, so all the clubs around and helping them get get consistency across their social platforms. So that's been very interesting. Um, yeah, it, it, it's great. I mean, we work with Derbyshire Cricket. They've been uh, they've been fantastic. We work with them on the data side of things, and uh, yeah, it's just basically getting out as much as we can, and, and uh, you know, we'll have some exciting announcements coming up in the next few weeks once we get things over the line of some great clubs we're going working with and it's uh it's brilliant and and um yeah we're, we're, we're busy not, and not busy fools which is great it's great to hear that you're busy it sounds really exciting as well trevor what have you enjoyed the most from this career journey so far looking back uh looking back do you know i do an awful lot of business development and i'd never done it you know, in my life, and and I remember being out, and, and people would say to me, you know, nobody will sell your business like you do, and you know, I'm lucky we have a great team around us. You know, we've Callum, Dunnick, and James, and and the, you know, it, the four of us together it really works, and it's brilliant. And you know, I, I've actually enjoyed kind of bringing the four of us together. You know, we, we, we I suppose I'm the, the the commonality between the between us all, and, and the fact that we've met and we formed these relationships, and. You know that they're guys that 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 are, that are, you know, we we're all strangers to each other, and the fact that we've come together and built this business, and you know, we're pushing on. I think that's been the nicest part. You know, it's uh, these were guys that weren't weren't friends, didn't know them beforehand, met through either social LinkedIn or coming out of business meetings, and uh, here we are with a business. Uh, to me, it sounds like it's that natural networking as well, and connecting with new people who you thought you may not work with, and. I think it's just really great to hear and it's something I'm even taking on board from my podcast journey. Trevor, I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to university sports students who want to pursue a career in the sports industry? Yeah, do you know, I, I think they should be listening to, to to podcasts such as yourself. I think they should be listening to, you know, thought leaders in, in this area. I think they should be growing their network. I, I think network... You know, it's still the most important, you know, so LinkedIn is great, Twitter's great, Facebook's great, but nothing beats a face to face, you know, and 
get as many meetings as, as you can with people and, and don't always have there doesn't have to be something to come out of a meeting you know it, you know it, i often you know and i should probably go back and do it a bit more but at the start i used to go and meet people and, and my offer was you know i just wanted 15 minutes of your time and i'll buy you a slice of cake and, and people like cake and uh it, it was great that they took the time out then and you just you know had had one insight you wanted to learn from them and uh and, and you took it away and, you know, it, it it didn't have to be a two-way thing. You know, you weren't chasing anything from them. You just wanted an insight. So a piece of experience for them that they were willing to give you. And I, my advice to anybody would be to get out there, get as many, many um, meetings as you can, go to as many, find ways to get conferences, whether that's working at them if they're too expensive, um, you know, and look, look for, look for ways that you can share your knowledge, you know, LinkedIn, is great for creating content. So share that knowledge you have, um, you know, to, to your network and just be patient, you know, with it. You know, if, if you want to work in sports, if you want it bad enough, it will happen. You know, it might happen overnight, but it will happen. Trevor, that is great. I really do hope the listeners take that on board, especially those tips with regards to effective networking. How can people interact with you? <laughs> yeah, if they want to, uh, they're more than happy. Tw- Twitter's the best. I mean, I, I like Twitter. Um, I'm at Trev Keen. Um, you know, I always get back to people, love, love a chat, mainly sports chat, chat a lot about esports as well and, and sports biz. Um, LinkedIn, just Trev Keen, anyone can connect. And uh, yeah, they're, they're the two best ones for me. That's great. To all the listeners listening in, those two links will be on my website relating to this blog post. Trevor, it's been great speaking with you today. Thank you very much. Thank you. What a really interesting career journey from Trevor, and I really do hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. For me, it was very inspiring how Trevor kick-started his career after his father's loss and how he used that suffering, shall we say, to his advantage in pursuing a career in the sports industry. For me, it, I learned a lot from it, and what he said there just sort of blew me away. And for me, that's what the sports industry is about. It's having that passion, using adversity to advantage and applying it to yourself. But relating now to today's main topic, there is a clear indication that sports data has a big role in the sports industry. From a club perspective, from a company perspective, understanding your fans and your customers is crucial. But personalising ways in how you connect with your fans and customers is such an effective way to build a relationship and that's so important to understand that if you want to work in the sports industry. But just from a career perspective I really do hope you took on board what Trevor was saying about the effectiveness of good networking by connecting with new people in the sports industry just to get a better understanding or get some words of wisdom from people who have been in the industry And to me, that is so important. Just by buying somebody, for example, a slice of cake just to break the ice is such a cool and effective way to do that way of getting your foot in the door in the sports industry. So for me, the best advice I can give from this interview, take on board what Trevor was saying with regards to networking the sports industry and apply it to your sports career journey now. And good luck. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker, so you can discover your career in the sports industry and take action. Trevor said, networking is the key in this industry. Go out there and set up as many meetings as you can by sharing your knowledge and by being patient. If you really want to work in sport 
and you really want it bad enough, it will happen. It will just take time. <laughs>